0: Okay, so let's we'll stop. 5, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. Hopefully everything is going well with everyone by the time you listen to it. My name is Matt. Just thanks again for listening, tuning in, and I appreciate all the downloads that have been going on. I mean, I'm getting more listeners and shout out to you know Antonio Lopez, if you're hearing, thanks a lot for listening. One of the new followers, one of the new listeners. Once again, everything's appreciated. Shout out to Mega Man and the Round Team with Mamos podcast. I just came out on them, maybe what, November, December. So check out those two episodes that I appeared on. Great time talking to those guys. I mean, unfortunately those, those two guys having their huge life changing events. I mean, feel free to go listen to them. I'm not talking about any like insider information. I mean, this is all publicly known because I mean, they put it on their page, you know, they, they share, you know, but you have one guy who, uh, he's going through like, you know, relationship change. And then another guy, um, Ramos actually, his father passed away, which is, which is very unfortunate. I mean, check out his podcast. He talks about it. He also has this other podcast called Songs to Save Your Life. And there's a whole episode dedicated to his father with him and a brother talking about. It's, it's very unfortunate, especially when it comes around the holidays, you know, when somebody passes. And I mean, wish them nothing but the best. And, you know, I know it's a hard time, but hopefully they, they find the strength to get through it. But it makes you think. It makes you think about our own mortality, our own living, and those unfortunate situations when somebody passes away. It should really, it could really be used as appreciating what you have going around you, appreciating life, appreciating that, hey, you're still here, you're still alive and everyone has their own date when they're going to pass. Everyone does. Like I said before, my cousin told me I'm only guaranteed three things in life. I'm born, I live and I die. So I've been talking to my wife and, you know, we all have, I know it's because we're hitting our early, well, we're in our early thirties. And we're just thinking about more and more about my death. Death is scary. Death is the unknown. And what's really making it more scary is because, well, we have kids now. It's it's sad that it, we're not going to be able to be around when our kids are extremely old to see their lives, what they've done. But the best thing we could do is, is hope that while we're still here on this earth, we teach them, we have them learn those lessons to where, where we're gone. They're okay to live without us. They're okay to build this own foundation on the back with their own families. And of course, you want to stay here and see your grandkids, hopefully long enough to see your great grandkids. I mean, that's the dream, right? But you know, as more and more time, time goes on, the more and more I talk about this, the more and more I think of death, I'm becoming more comfortable with it. I'm becoming more comfortable with the fact that one day I'm not going to wake up. I could just only hope that it's peaceful. Now, there's some accident and there's major circumstances that it's peaceful. And when that ha- does happen, then I'm able to see my my ancestors that there is after. I mean, I I definitely know there's an afterlife. There's way too much going on in this world to believe that there's not an afterlife. I I know my I don't really specify to a specific religion, but it doesn't take the fact that I do believe in a higher deity. I do believe in a God. I do believe in this inner peace, this this afterlife, this idea of what you call heaven. Now, anything in between that is It's something you got to figure out yourself because there's so much information in this world. There's so many different religions that pull you one way, pull you another way. You got to find your own path. And we have our family members that take us to church and we try to learn and we try to learn. But as we're older as we get, we find that there's different ways. More than one or two religions could kind of be similar, but they have different variations. So with that, I do have my faith in the afterlife. I do have my faith in higher, higher God. I do my faith that one day when I'm not here, I will see my ancestors that I've, I've missed, some that I may have never met. But when we do see them, it feels, it just feels right. It's thing you can ask for, right? So the idea of that is becoming less and less more scary. And I'm more and more okay with that. And with that being more and more okay, more better, greater reassurance, I feel happier in life. I feel happier that I'm just more appreciative with things. With death comes life, with life comes death. They say every time a kid is born, you know, somebody gave their life for him. Somebody switches out, and vice versa. So I mean it's it's not to think about our mortality, the afterlife, the fact that life goes on after we're long gone. Something that we gotta think about when we leave our kids, whether it's teachings, stories, things that we could pass down, family heirlooms, most importantly memories. The more and more we set up these positive memories, kids would take that, form their own memories, form their own traditions, and pass that down along to their kids. So suddenly you started with your kids, it's going to get passed down through the generation. And guess what? Even though you're gone, you should still be with them spiritually. It'll still be passed down that your great, great, their great, great, great grandfather. Their grandfather, their great, great grandfather, start this tradition. And this is why we do it. How badass is that? I mean, this past year we started doing the the ofrenda, you know, for Day of the Dead that we remember our past loved ones, make an altar for them, and it was it was the first because well the kids are getting a little older, so they kind of understand a little bit, but you know their kids, they they don't care. You know, they barely cared about Christmas and Santa because they're getting parents, but like other things, they're getting there. Something we got to teach them, something they got to learn, but they're not there yet. But for me, being told so many years that I was a wetback. Being told so many years, I shouldn't speak Spanish by my uncle. It was nice to do something that's more traditional. More traditional from the land where your people are from. You know what I mean? Even though I was born here in the States, so from this greater land. It was nice. And my wife set it up. And I, I mean, unfortunately, I really only have a couple pictures of my grandma and a couple of my aunt that have passed. And she has she had a good amount of, you know, hers from her uncle, her her grandma, her Nana, you know, part of my Nana too, (laughs) and a few others. And it was nice. Definitely more next year. I want to print out a couple more pictures that have, you know, my other aunt, my other cousin passed on too. And add those on and hopefully the kids will be a little bit more older and a little bit more wiser to what's going on. And, you know, little traditions that you could just pass down. And those are the things that are great. Those are the things that I felt like I missed out on because like I've said before, I, I couldn't really say anything in Spanish or wanting to learn Spanish or wanting to learn anything about my ancestors was where we came from around my uncle because he was, I don't know if he was ashamed or he just had this internal hate, like he couldn't see the color of his skin. I don't know what it was. It was funny though, like his grandparents from Mexico City and Chihuahua, Mexico, his mom born here in 1939. I mean, they spoke Spanish through and through. So I mean, why, why was the sudden hate? Where did this being ashamed come from? Why was it passed down to me? Was it such a self-hate that he just... Project it out to me, maybe will I ever know uh, probably not I'm not gonna waste my I'm not gonna waste my time in figuring out things out that that's just what happened it was in the past it's just what happened, right, so when we did this, it felt good. it really did. I know my cousin on my, my side she does it I showed a picture of my my other grandparents, my other aunts I mean, I don't know my other cousins do it. I have no idea, but we did, we loved it. it was those little things that You feel happy passing down to your kids. There's a lot of other things you think about when it comes to passing on things to your kids. Some say through our DNA, we pass down memories from, we have memories passed down from our ancestors. Some say that within our genes, we're able to pass through certain characteristics from past loved ones, whether it's a loved memory, whether it's hate. There's just a lot of things that they're still unknown. I mean, because let's face it, there are there are people with memories that we have no recollection of why they've happened, who they are or what we just have them. Honestly, be from our ancestors. If you think it's crazy, there's tons of accounts that happen. And even some more behavior issues that we have, it could get traced through our ancestors. That's why it's so important on us to, I guess, now really get a hold of mental awareness, mental illness, mental clarity, especially when it comes to passing down to our kids, because of where, where are these situations? we have, the time to put a stop to that. We have the time to break that cycle. And I'm going to say this over and over and over again, breaking the cycle, because it's so true. It's something that a lot of my generation wants to break. We unknowingly do. Some of us know we definitely do, but it could be a whole stem of things, whether it's talking to your kids, right? Stopping child abuse, not wanting to be divorced like your parents uh, fears, anxieties, all those things. All those things could be subjects in breaking the cycle. Generational wealth, generational poverty, education, anything could be. But it's something that happens over and over and over again with different subjects, different matters, and that's breaking the cycle. So a lot of us in my age group, we've come between generations. So we know how it is to be hit. We know how it is to be abused. We know how to be how it feels to be mentally drained. And we don't want that for our kids. And I see a lot of parents my age, a lot of friends, who are definitely taking that step. And as a general, I'm proud. Not only that, I feel like I'm not the only one that wants this this breakthrough. I'm not the only one that feels like I want this change. I know that there's others. There's tons more others. And it's not just it's not just doing the quote unquote white people thing to do, because that's a whole of BS that I've heard from my family, I've heard from others, friends, that you're doing what the white people do. And that's it's basically just a cop-out to say like, you know what, I'm scared of doing that. I'm scared what others think, so I'm not going to do it. So you, they're going to take the chance to do it. I'm going to project and talk shit to you because I have nothing else to say. I'm scared to take that leap, so thank you. That's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like, and sadly, that's what I've witnessed. But you know, fuck it. Let people think that. If you're like me, comes from the Mexican background, if you come from a Black Asian, and you want to do things that are not part of your culture, so be it. That doesn't mean you're you're abandoning everything that you live for. That like you're going to change the color of your skin because you know you don't want to do this, you want to do that. But a lot of these chances that we take, that we want to move forward to, it's out of fear, it's out of the unknown, it's something that's not natural. Like for me, it's the homeschool. For others, it's living in different areas. For others, it's taking your kid's mental health more seriously. Taking your your partner's mental health more seriously. It's all these things that we take for granted sometimes. Some things we really don't think about, we just do because that's that's what's known. That's what we're comfortable with. We want to change. We want to do something different, but sometimes we're just scared. So what I'm figuring out is taking that step is part of being an adult. Part of being an adult is doing things that I'm going to feel lonely doing because no one's going to hold your hand, but in the end, that's just going to make you stronger. Who knows? You might have somebody who may need the same advice and you're going to help them out because you know how it feels. And from them being curious, asking for advice, now it comes to support. Now it comes to positivity. And with that movement, it could just help people propel forward. It can help propel them to a higher consciousness, a higher being. It can help them propel them to be a happier person. Because once you get that confidence, you know, you just want to keep going forward with that. There's no shame in that. So, I mean, that's one of the things that I wanted to do, changing life, taking these steps. And it's one thing that, one thing I want to do when it comes to dealing with death, in a sense. I don't want to be scared of it anymore. I don't want it to control my life. not saying that it did, but let's face it. There are people that, as time goes on. As time, you know, ticks, 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 it starts to control their lives because they figure out that some of the things that they control in their life, they can't control anymore no because time's ticking and they get stuck. I don't want that. I want you to live my life comfortable, happy, free. And guess what? That's going to take not worrying about what other people think of you. And everybody learns this at a different point in their lives. I feel And for me, it's just hitting me now. It's the example I want to set for my kids going forward. I don't want them to having to do something because other people expect them to. I don't want them to act a certain way because they feel like their parents want them to act a certain way or their, their aunts, their uncles, something like that. I want them to be them. I want them to have that barrier taken down to where they're subjected to acting a certain way around a certain amount of people. No, I want them to act like them around everybody. So whatever you see from my kids, that's what you get from them. You either accept it or you don't. I'm not going to waste my time teaching them, you know, bow down to this person, watch it with this person. No, no, no. It's really about being yourself. There's nothing wrong with being yourself. But of course, if you're yourself, bullies come around, you get called weird, you get called a freak, loser, you name it, you'll get called it. And for what? Because you're different? Meanwhile, 10 years later, those people that called you a freak, guess what they're into now? It's that people are more comfortable and accepting themselves in a certain way. Not that I want to get through with my case. Just be you, be happy, do what you want to do. And if nobody likes that, oh, well, go live your own life. I mean, I'm not tied down to nobody. If I have arguments with my family that don't like what I'm doing, guess what? They can go do their own. But I think now you're at a, I'm at a time in my life where I'm a little bit more open to, you know, who I surround myself with. And fortunately for me, Everyone that I know, that I love, that I talk to, hang out with, they're all accepted into what I do, what my family does, who my kids are, who my wife is, who I am as a person. There is no there is no other side. What you hear from me right now is what you hear. And actually a little bit more of a dick in real life. So but that's just my sense of humor. A little bit more cold, and a little bit more dark sometimes, but that's just me. In the end, I want you to be the best person you can be. Be positive no matter what. I mean, I know I listen to some depressing ass music, coded my wife, but you know, on a friend to friend basis, family to family, I just want the best. And it's unfortunate when, you know, arguments come into play, disagreements, something like that, because in the end, I just want the best is is for whoever, family, friends. And it'd be called, and actually be called something like my father. It's really hurtful to be compared to a drunk, drug, absent kind of asshole this man child to be compared to that it's really messed up and it hurt the time for hurting is done with I mean I'm just gonna live me I'm not gonna let that get in the way or let that change who I am because I'm still gonna be the person the same I am and if anybody has a problem with that oh well I think my grandma used to say put that into your hat and smoke it which sometimes doesn't make sense but she used to say that in other words fuck off <laughs> you know I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am I'm comfortable with what I've what I've been would have been my like a freak or anything. And like I said before, one of my other episodes, like, I'm happy with who I see in the mirror. And you either accept me or you don't. I don't like things to be awkward. So if I'm big enough to, if you said something about me, I could still go hang out with you, talk to you and act like nothing's happened. I'll be wary in what I say. I'll be more cautious and I'll, I'll keep a little bit of an eye on you. But, you know, but I could be civil. People lack that nowadays. People are not want to be shady, talk shit behind their backs, shun people out. But you know that? That's people. People are people. But as for me, in the end, I want everyone to be good. And if you're with, my, you're with me, you're on my side, you're with me. If not, more than power to you. But right now, all I need in this world is my wife, my two kids, and myself. And everything else is just icing on the cake. Am I right? I mean, that's that's you got to think about now when you have your family. I have my own family now. I have my own life. I have my own pathway we're going to take. So that's that's us. You know, but I'm well open for friends. Well open to people who need advice. want to talk things out. Definitely my well open. And with, you know, the opening talking about death and everything like that. Nothing wrong with life. Actually, when life happens, it's. One of the greatest feelings because not only are you proud, for, like I had a friend who just had, had their kid and not only is it a happy feeling, but you really start to think about when you had your own kids and it's a real joyous occasion and you want, you want more of that. Like us, we want, we want another baby, we want baby number three. One of my friends ha- just had their baby a few days ago. Another one of my friends had kids a couple of months ago. My cousin had her baby last month, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Last month. And it just gets you in that feeling like you get, I guess you could say a baby fever, but it's not so much that it's really more about why you want this baby. And for us, it's just spreading love. It's spreading love. It's spreading all the joy that me and my wife have for each other. It's spreading that on to our kids. Our kids know that we love them. Our kids know that we'll do anything for them. And we tell them that every day. Our kids are very loving. If they like you, guess what? They're going to hug you. They're going to say, I love you. They're going to be the nicest they can because that's what we want to teach them. We definitely want to put emphasis on love. And honestly, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with love? What's wrong with compassion? And if you think that's weird, damn, you need a head check because fuck. (laughs) You honestly do need a head check if you think something like that is weird. Maybe you need a change in your life or something like that. So love is love. Love should be taught. Love should be embraced. And we just want to spread the love when it comes to our family we want our kids to have brothers and sisters. One of the things we don't want is our kid to be an only kid. And we succeeded with that one because while well, I was the only kid, I don't want that for my kids. So, you know, points up for us. But now we just, we want one more. and I think that'll probably be it. But we asked the kids, the kids want to, kids want to. So maybe in the future, something on the board, but I mean, life and death go hand in hand. They both could be celebrated. They both could be looked down upon. They both could be treated as this kind of bad situation. You know, we can't be thinking the negative. We can't be always thinking the negative by the Yeah, if somebody passes, it hurts because we're not going to have that person around no more, but we have the thoughts, we have the memories. And as so long as we be the best persons we can be, then guess what? They're still going to be alive with us. The best way to... Honor somebody when they pass is being the best you you can, especially when you, it's a loved one. Because when you have a loved one, they want nothing but the best for you. Especially if you have an older generation, like you have a grandma, she only wanted the best for you. She only wanted you to be the best you can in this life. She gave you as much love as she can. So the best way you could honor her is by being the best you, showing the best love, showing the best positivity, and if you do that, then your grandma, your loved ones, not really passed on. They're still with us. They're still alive. So that's one thing I wanted to get across. I don't know why, but I just did. I just, I've had these thoughts in my head for a good month. And I just thought it was time to start, just let them out. Shout out to all my friends who've just had kids, you know, all the respect to you. Having a kid is not easy at first, because let's face it, they all have their, you know, their little babies ups and downs, but, you know, hats off to them taking this step in their journey in life. Couldn't be more happy. Couldn't be more proud. And I'm looking forward to when we have our chance at another one. So thanks again for listening for another week and until next time.